Welcome to Between X and Z, a dad and his daughter's podcast. I'm Roger, I'm the dad, and I represent Gen X. And I'm Tori. I'm the daughter, and I'm representing Generation Z. Over here at Between X and Z Podcast, we're a one-take, no-edits podcast discussing all range of topics from religion to what's trending on Twitter. Those conversations you wish you could have with your dad, Roger and I will have them for you, and we're putting them on the internet. Settle back and grab a snack and enjoy this episode of Between X and Z. Yo, 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 what is good? Welcome back to another episode of Between X and Z Podcast. My name is Tori. I'm the Gen Z representative and the daughter. And who else do I have with me today? None other than my fearless co-host, my I'm Roger. Hi, Roger. I'm the dad, and I represent Gen X. Yes. Dad, <sighs> one of my favorite things about this podcast is the fact that we were literally fighting 30 seconds before we started recording. Isn't it awesome? We looked at each other in the middle of our fight, and you started hitting recording for an intro, and then we started the podcast, and now we're here. And you, so. were, <laughs> and you were laughing the whole... <laughs> the whole you intro. were laughing the whole intro. Guys, it's just so funny. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> well, Dad, have you recovered from oh. our, our post-Big Show the episode? The Big Show episode. So most people, when they start a podcast, do their big show for their 100th episode. Oh, no, Dad. We did it for our 10th. We did it because we made it to 10 episodes. We were so proud of ourselves, guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, I don't even know. What did we even entitle last last episode? I called it the big... It's called the big show... Uh, why is college so dot, 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 question mark? That's a, that's a good, yes. So for those of you who haven't listened to the episode, I'd really go encourage you to listen to it. We did a Gen Z roundtable yep. of my one uh, my brother and some of my closest friends with dad, and we just talked about kind of the college years and how different college is in a post-COVID world and uh, navigating <coughs> college in a COVID world. Yeah, I thought and it, it was w- really, really good. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. Um I loved that we had four of your four of you guys were in the booth. Oh my god! I literally, guys, and, thought and, it was about to end my life. Oh so, my gosh! It was so bad. It was so hot in here. I thought we were all were gonna pass away. I'm so serious. I thought we were gonna pass out. I'm like not exaggerating. I'm. Dr- they were literally Zach and Lena were writing messages to each other on the uh, other side of the booth. I, I can't the ever get a word in. It was in so this bad. Podcast. I can't sorry. ever get a word I'm in. Sorry, Dad. I was trying to set you up, but you just took off. I know. I'm sorry. I was. Tr- I was going to paint a word picture about the size of the booth, oh, yeah, what it looks ahead, like. Do it, do it. No, nope. It's too late now. <laughs> Too, you I'm know, sorry. in, in just, their mind's excited. eye, our booth might be like 20 by 20 or something huge. That, I don't even know what that means. 20 feet by 20 feet big. Oh, isn't that what this is? No, you, it's not that. It's about six foot by four foot. Are you serious? Yes. Dang, wow. Really... Oh my gosh. Yes. That job. So... Anyway, there were four of you in your in your in the booth, the actually soundproof booth, you know, and Zach and I out here, and uh, it was quite interesting. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. I feel like that needs to be an anniversary or a big occasion thing because. Simply us trying to control our <laughs> laughter in the booth did not work well. So you had to have worked some sound engineering magic yeah. because we... I, I'll just say right from oh I'll gosh. just say right from the start that was an edited podcast. I know, guys. We've betrayed <laughs> our branding already, but we literally had to because there were so many kerfuffles that went down. But we no, survived. I left all the kerfuffles in. 
Oh, did you really? Yes. I don't, I don't even listen to our podcast. You guys should listen to our podcast. So I left all the kerfuffles, whatever kerfuffle is. I left all the... <laughs> I did not edit for content. He edited for sound. I yeah. edited for sound is all I, I did. I don't ever listen to our podcast episodes because I don't like to hear myself. So, but you should definitely listen and re-listen and like and subscribe and do all those fun things. Yes. I just can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> but it, it was fun. I thought it was a lot of yeah. fun and... Uh, uh, one of the things that allowed me to realize is that we need to, I think what we need to do is make the podcast mostly you and I, because we are the real talent, of course. I mean, let's not, let's not lie to ourselves, Dad. You know. We are the true stars. But, however, <laughs> however, I think it would be nice to sprinkle in guests. Some guest stars. A guest from time to time. That's right, friends. You've now signed a contract. You just can be on our to podcast. to bring them in just so we can have some different flavor and to spice things yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Because our friends are spicy. Our, oh, is that the word that we want to use? Spicy? Oh, God. Here goes another woke. Dad, no. That's did you, not what did I'm you, did you Did you woke me here on the podcast? No. Spicy adds flavor, adds adds. I just feel adds like spicy depth. maybe has a connotation that you're not thinking about. Okay, so what connotation would spicy have? When I say, when I think, think of spicy, okay, I... Why are you laughing at me already? Because you are about to turn so red in the face, and this is going to be awesome because this is going on the internet. So spicy to me means it adds flavor. It makes it more appealing, more palatable. It, it brings something to the meal. Dad, no. And I think our friends would do that. Dad, no. Well, yes, our friends do do that. Right. So they, it, they're spicy. If that's the word you want to use, Dad, that's your prerogative. Oh, is there a better word? Maybe, uh, hmm. Yeah, you can't think of a I better can't word. Think of one right it's now. Because but... I use the best words. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyways. So, anyways. I hope you have a Rogers Rage. Or, no, sorry, a Rogers Rant. We rant. officially democratically yes. changed that per the last episode. Hope you have a Rogers Rant because that. Oh, I do. I I've have got a good a tea one time for with this Tori. Week. So, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I think you can go ahead and do your tea time first. Ladies first. <sighs> Thank you, Dad. So my team time with Tori, it's probably going to sound like a Rogers rant. I honestly feel like these days, a lot of them have been turning into rants. But I would like to inform the people of how ridiculous moving costs are. Oh <laughs> my lord, y'all. I feel like I feel like I've grown up eight times in the span of this last year since getting engaged. And why is wh wh why are you facing moving costs, Tori? I'm facing moving. Well, I well I guess I partially am. So my fiance is moving into the apartment that we're gonna share when we get married in November on Friday. So okay, that means nothing to you guys because you're listening. You're listening to this on a Tuesday when we're recording this, which is a Monday. <laughs> He yeah, moves by, by, in by on the a Friday. Time, by the time they've listened to this episode, he will have already moved. Already in. moved in. Yes. But it's just kind of a crazy timeline for me right now because, like I said, it's a Monday. He moves in on a Friday, which is July 1st. So he moves in on the, on the 1st of July. Literally 24 hours later at 5 a.m., I get on. I head to the airport to get on a plane to go to California for 10 days. And then I, like, come back and it's my bridal shower, like, literally two days later. And so what, do you, what have you learned? I've learned, Dad, that I moving. need a vacation so <laughs> desperately. My honeymoon has never looked more appealing. But, yeah, anyway, so I feel like I've grown up so much in the last, like, I don't even know. We got engaged in November and now it's July and what I don't I, remember. What I find amazing is that if, you know, maybe Wesley's different. But me as a guy, if I was moving into an apartment all by myself with no outside help, Okay. My clothes, my computer, my TV, 
my couch, my bed would all go, you know, maybe a little bit of furniture, a few kitchen things, and soap, shampoo, toothbrush, and a toothpaste, you know, would go. Yep, that's essentially what's happening. And that's it. But you guys are doing like candles and you guys are bringing stuff to hang on the walls. That's because I have decided that when he moves in, (laughs) while I may not be living there, my stuff will be starting to move in as well. Oh, yeah. So this man, this poor man, is not going to ever get to experience a bachelor pad because I've been on Etsy, guys, and I've been ordering my wall art. Yeah, Dad, have I shown you the like prophetic paintings I'm getting for our wall art? Oh, joy. Oh, Dad. They're it's actually... so exciting. Thrillsville, man. It is. It's so exciting. Yeah, okay, so that actually part, that's really fun. Like getting, I'm actually really passionate about crafting spaces and atmospheres, which that, which that sounds really woo-woo, but I think that our home <laughs> is can really be a resting place for the Lord and is actually, you know, yeah. I think that's a really important space, of, especially with him and I both being pastors of we host groups and stuff. So I really think creating an atmosphere is really important so that's been really fun like well i would argue i would argue not against what you're saying but i would argue in general it's always really good to create a space that reflects who you are no for sure and i mean obviously there's stuff about our apartment that i don't like like the color for example oh horrid but it was what it was you can't change it okay that's not what my tea time with tori's about your tea time is about moving it's so expensive what part of is it is expensive it's just okay so i bought a like 12.99 like pack of bubble wrap dad and it's almost all gone and it's day one i know and i'm like i'm gonna have to go buy a 13 dollar pack of bubble wrap again right now and then boxes and then okay we haven't even officially moved i know something's gonna happen on moving day and i'm gonna spend like 800 dollars on movers when it's one room that we're moving yeah let me just help you out, guys it's just it feels like i just it feels like robbery personally i will say this having lived one place for 17 years and moved a family of five yes across the state of ohio okay to a different location movers was the best money i ever spent on movers dear god yes Moving was the most horrific experience I ever had. I know. Wesley and I have actually <laughs> literally, we I'm like not kidding. We literally took time to pray today that moving would be a great experience for us, which like we think we need the prayers because <laughs> I've heard it's horrible. It's just, it's expensive. But I will say Wes and I both agreed. We're like moving, like paying for movers is our gift to ourselves. Like that's sure. almost like our wedding gift to ourselves. Cause I'm like, it's just, it ain't worth it. It's just so expensive, guys. So that's my team time oh, yeah. with Tori. Use your friends. Pay your friends in pizza and coffee. Use your friends to move. That's what we're doing this weekend. We have a really nice Nespresso machine, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about if you've heard of the podcast episodes. Oh, there's an episode coming up about Nespresso's and other things. Yes, there's going to be a coffee episode, which I'm just going to lose it because I love coffee and the experience of coffee. But yeah, anyway, so that's how I'm paying my friends. If they come help me move, which I don't think I've told them that. But friends, when you're listening to this, wait. It won't even matter. We already would have moved. Yes. Anyways, I'm paying them in coffee and pizza this weekend. That's my tea time with Tori. Awesome. Dad, what's your Rogers rant? Well, my rant of the week it will will lead us into our conversation and Ooh, subject matter okay. for this podcast. But my rant of the week is simply this. Why are there no good bookstores left anymore? Okay, this is actually so true and an issue that I have as well. I mean, Amazon, even though I love the convenience of it, they have destroyed small business, small business so in the book world market. Even the bookstores that we have left where we live 
are all about the discount, left behind, junk, you know, stuff that they can mark way down, but yet still make a profit on. I mean, when I was growing up, we had places, I'm just going to mention a few, like Walden's Books. What the heck? Borders Books. Never heard of it. B. Dalton Books. You're making it up. And then, of course, Media Play, which not only sold books, but vinyl records and movies and all kinds of cool stuff. It was like, all we have now, what's the only bookstore we have now? Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. And that's a chain. And it's a chain. No, 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 no. and, and, And I will argue... It's okay. Certain Barnes and Nobles are okay. okay. Not all are created equal. But they're not all created equal. I know. Okay, so I hear what you're saying, and I don't really want to give away too much for our personal information on the internet. But I'm I would giving say, it all away. Oh my gosh, it don't matter. I know. I feel like if you haven't listened to the last episode, I feel like you probably like pin our address based off of how much the goons gave out about our personal information. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that with love. But I would say I would argue in the city that we live in, there's actually a lot of really cool independent bookstores. Like I would actually argue against that. Like there's one in nope. particular that I'm thinking of. I, I I went to one of those with with your mother, my wife. Recently, are we thinking recently, of the same one? Look and at it me. has tons of rooms, right? Yes, and rooms everywhere. And I found it very lacking. I, okay. I just I couldn't find anything. Like you know, they would have a little small section of X or Y, but I don't know. I don't know. I just found it, and there you are playing with okay. the wires. And my headphones keep on going out. We're gonna have well, to address that later. Okay, but anyway. Okay, so no, I understand what you're saying. I think with that particular bookstore, it's a little overwhelming how they have it set up. For so, for a little bit of context, there's a bookstore in the city that we live in that has that has over 39 rooms, and it's literally set up almost like a mini maze. And so, it's pretty cool, especially if you love books like our family. It's a it's a really fun experience. But I will say, it doesn't have a great selection for what I like to read. I, I would argue that our library system is a much better option for reading if you don't mind borrowing books and 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 you know having... I haven't been to the library I used to go to the library so frequently that I had my library yeah. card memorized and I haven't been to the library since I was in middle school because I just got busy Yeah I, I don't argue, read that I, much I would argue the library system is much better That's actually a fair point But but you know it is what it is I'm just so disappointed that we've lost really, really good that bookstores. That makes me like, want to open up a bookstore. I bet you know, Zach would do that. And, Zach would and, open and up a it's bookstore. Just, and I get it. You know, it's so hard with the competition with Amazon and the big giant Barnes & Noble that's out there. That's why but, I try to shop small when I can. Yeah. But that leads us into... into our, give it to me. What's our, our topic, Dad? Our topic this week is... Why do we judge books by their covers? We mean people when we say books, not actual books. Dad's laughing at me. Okay, Dad. Okay, I would have been confused if I was a podcast listener. I'm just trying to provide some clarity. I'm literally trying to take a breath to say that. (laughs) And you just jumped right in and told him that. But that's okay. That's that's why why between X and Z is the way we are, Mm -hmm. right? And we are are actually talking about more people. Why don't we judge people by their covers? More than what, what's, you know, or at least by maybe the first impression okay. versus the way they actually are. Can I start out with atonement and admitting to something? Yes. I'm probably one of the most judgmental people you ever meet. I'm just going to be really <laughs> frank. I I think I'm judgmental. And I'm, see, I feel like I'm self-aware and I know that. So that makes me actually less judgmental. But the reason why I bring that up is, is to talk about why are we so judgmental. Every single close person in my life 
every single if you are not my family every single one of my close intimate friends my fiance all of my best friends I didn't like when I first met I was like nope I'm not gonna be their friend I don't want to I don't want them in my life nope and they're I'm marrying I'm marrying one of them and the the rest of them are all in my bridal party like literally and so, wh- why do you think that is? Okay, well, one, mm, that's actually a really good question. I haven't really thought a lot about that. I think for me, because I have a very, like, intense or big personality, I think I, when I was younger, I felt like I would, I would read people way too quickly, and I'm like, nope, they're not going to like who I am, so I'm going to I'm gonna choose to reject them first or decide that I don't want them in my life first, so then if, like, they actually, like, I get to know them and I like them, and they, they decide they don't like me for being me, like that felt way too painful in my brain. Well, that just got so deep so fast. I was like not I'm planning like, on that. Wow. You know what you I mean? Just, though? Like, went right there, man. That's that, awesome. I've been doing a lot that's of self reflection awesome. as I prepare to get married. But that's what it was when I was younger. Now I think it's just because I'm lazy and I don't want to put in the relational work. And I'm trying to and, be better and, about that. And I think you hit the nail on the head right there. Most of the time, we don't want to put in the relational work that it takes to get to know somebody. Yep. To really decide whether they can be in our tribe, our group yep. of friends or whatever anymore. Yep. You like know? my maid of honor, Lena, she was on the podcast episode last episode. I met her when I was in sixth grade. I remember where I was sitting in the classroom. I was wearing a leopard print shirt and Miss Ma'am saunters in 12 minutes past the bell, also in a leopard print shirt. And I decided at that point that we needed to be mortal enemies. Lena, of course, is a rational human being and decided that did not need to happen. Sweet, <laughs> innocent, <laughs> loving, golden retriever Lena needed to be your mortal enemy. Dad, because she wore cheetah print on the same day that I wore cheetah print on the first day of school and ma'am had the audacity to be late. Anyways. Anyways, you are, you I, are, then I got you, to know. Okay, you then are you know a what little happened? Judgy. I know I am. It's. I was about to say it's my mother's fault, but she'd probably get mad at me for saying that on the <laughs> internet. It's okay. We talk about it a lot. No, but do you want to know what happened? A year later, my teacher put us next to each other in a social studies class because I was the loudest kid in the class and she was the quietest, and he was hoping that we would cancel each other out. And then he had to separate us like three weeks later because we came, because we came, we became best friends, and now she's my maid of honor. Yeah. And that's like, I've got that same repeating story with all of my friends. Like one of my closest friends from college, we were next so, to each other in our rooming and I didn't, we, we didn't want to be friends with one another. Now she's one of my best friends. It's, so, just, it's I'm, I'm judgmental. I'm the problem. Okay. So do you think that is, do you think, can you paint a broad stroke and say that women are more judgmental than men? Or do you think they're both just as equally judgmental? I think women are more upfront about being judgmental. I'm going to be completely honest. I think men are more are judge or I think both are just as judgmental, but I think it looks different. I think men would have to be relational first. Ooh. Talk <laughs> about it. Before, it's so true. Before they would have to worry about whether or not they were judging books by their covers. That's actually know? so true. I feel like you actually bring up a fair point and I'm going to repeat it just because you said it first. Because I feel like I'd get in trouble if I brought it up. But you brought it up, so I won't say it. But I feel like men overall lack so much like relationship in general that it's actually really hard for them to be judgmental because they don't have relationships to judge men men judge relation relational things by what somebody does yep. and whether they're not that fits into what they do yep not it's so true it's all about doing you know yeah for and, women it's all about feeling how does this person make yeah. me feel or how do i feel when i'm around them and so if 
Uh, I run into a guy and they like to do the things I do. Like they like to watch certain movies. They like to read certain books. They like to play whatever it is, golf. They like to work in their garden. They like to whatever. If it's the same thing that I do, it doesn't matter to me whether they have a loud personality, a quiet, quiet personality, whether they're, you know what, all that stuff doesn't matter. We do the same thing. So we do them together. That's so, that's so bizarre to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just can't comprehend a world. And I'm not judging. Okay, LOL. That's what we're talking about. I'm not judging, but that just my brain can't so, comprehend that. So f- let me let me play devil's advocate, which okay. means I, I'm not saying I fully believe this, but I want to ask you some questions, okay? All right. So why is it bad? Maybe I missed my career as a judge. So, so why is it bad if, if, if getting past the cover is all about relational things, right? Okay. Why is it so bad to judge a book by its cover? Because let me say this. Don't you want relational things around you where people, or is this just a man thing? Don't you want relational people around you that you connect with and that you are similar with and that have the same kind of social, emotional kind of things that you need and that you put out and that that you need back? I'm confused. What are you asking? So why I would say, why is it... So I believe, and I know this is probably stereotyping me, right? It probably is, but continue. <laughs> but I'm but, like but, slightly nervous now that you're gonna get us canceled. No, but but I believe that generally speaking, maybe not at first glance, but within just a minute or two, I can kind of size people up. Oh, I think that too, but do you wanna know why? Like but, legitimately. But is that judging the book by the cover? Okay, so I'm not trying to get, like, I'm not trying to pull this card. I would say yes and no. I think that, and like I said, I'm not trying to offend anyone or, you know what I mean, stereotyping or anything. I think that if you operate with the Holy Spirit and you operate in discernment, I feel like that's a completely different conversation. You know what uh, I mean? No, I agree. You I know, agree. Because like, I feel like that that was immediately my first thought of, like, well, sometimes I can get, okay, I, like, joke about being judgmental. I'm actually... I jokingly say I'm judgmental. I don't feel like I'm that judgmental. I feel like I do read people pretty well. And I feel like, unless you're my close friend, my reading my reading wasn't accurate. Um, but I feel like I've got a pretty accurate read on people. So I would say in some instances it is okay, especially if you are, you know, kind of picking up on stuff. But I will say at the same time, um, I feel like you were maybe asking it earlier of, well, wouldn't you want people kind of based off of a first read that you're really similar with? And everyone in my life, like this is going to sound so odd, but I don't feel like I'm friends with anyone that has the same personality type as me. Right. And, and I like that. I've just been super intentional about that. Cause I'm sure. like, no, I, I get like, that. I get that hundred percent. I think I'm so in love but, with myself that I'm like, why would I want another one of us oh here? Like maybe that's it. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I say all that to say, I said, I want to play devil's advocate because I believe I cannot think of an example. So I've worked in, in ministry where I've been around people and had to be around people that maybe I didn't get along with. Right. I have worked in, uh, retail Mm -hmm. in a, in a, uh, you've worked retail, a national, a national brand store, you know, where, where, where I had to be around people that were different than me Mm -hmm. and I maybe didn't, didn't necessarily like. And then I've just been around my people that I've chosen to make my friends, you know, yep. that kind of thing. And I can honestly say that 
every single person, even the ones that just drove me nuts. Like I can think of a guy when I worked at this store in retail as a manager. I've never heard this he, story. He drove me. I couldn't stand. Oh, just everything he said just drove me crazy. And one night him and I got stuck working the store together. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to avoid this guy at all costs. I'll keep him up with the register and I'll work in the back and work stock, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And we had the power go out and we had to shut the store down and we had to wait. And so we're both sitting up there at the counter and I kind of got to see behind his cover. Yeah. And I it's found so out, important. I found out he's actually a real person. Now he yeah. still was a jerk and still drove he's, me crazy yeah. even after that. I think it's so, yeah. But I saw a glimpse that, he, hey, he was actually a real person and yeah. he had real issues and, you know, yeah, I think it, one of the you yeah, know. <laughs> I totally, okay, I kind of I hear where you're going at now. If you hear I think what I'm saying? The, I think one of the most convicting things, because I think I, because I'm I I've, I'm used to being in a pretty public position. I guess maybe is that the phrase? Whether it was when sure. I was growing up, yeah. I was in a pretty public position. My current job, I'm in a very public position. A lot of people have eyes on my life because of that. I feel like you and I both have talked about. You've had to develop the skill set of you meet a lot of people, you talk to a lot of people. And you can quickly learn how to, here are the things I need to look for, here are the things I pick up on, here's how I know how to interact. Kind of what you're saying. Right. I think one of the most like convicting things that I've ever experienced through that is is the Lord actually looking at me being like, Tori, you're writing people off and I worked so hard on them. Yeah. He was like, how, he's, he's like, Tori. No, I think you're right. He's like, Tori, it doesn't make sense that you, of all people, he was like, you care, you care so much for me and my how intricate I am, how could you not think I would not be that intricate with my yeah. creation? And that, like, I feel like that was just such a perspective shift of when I started to think about that or even when people, when I started interacting with people, because there are, there are certainly people that I can think of or personality types that I'm like, you drive me up the wall and I don't want to be right. around you. But mm -hmm. even thinking about, even in those moments, I've always been really pressed to ask, ask them questions to get to the root of, okay, why are you like that? You know what I so, mean? Or So I would say like my, the moral to my story, why I shared that was, I think a lot of times the cover of the book does reflect what most of the person is. I think it can, but I don't think it's the full story. But I don't think it's the full story. Yeah. And I think even in the worst case scenario, you can still find some place of connection and yes, relational value. Yes. Even in people that drive you crazy. I think, though, I mean, I think for us, and once again, I'm not trying to get, like, super spiritual or whatever, but for me, it goes back down to I have a core belief and a core value that everyone is the Imago Dei, that they are the image of Christ. You know what I mean? So there's always something. Take a deep, Tori. Sorry. Dad, that's just who I am. The Imago I'm so sorry. Day. It's true. That was a good radio voice. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? But seriously, that's that's the thing that's helped me. In the me. image of God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We should make a movie trailer. No, we should not. Okay, sorry. But you know what I mean? I think that that's for me. I think you're so right of. I think it can tell a lot of the yeah. story, but it doesn't tell the full story. Yep, absolutely. So it's fun. What do you guys think? You know, listen listen here in the outro how you can connect with us. I'd love to hear your stories of uh, judging books by the covers. Keep them kind. You know, uh, maybe you your first impression was completely wrong and you, you had a lifelong friend like Tori did, you know. Maybe you judge this podcast and now it's your favorite and you like <laughs> and subscribe and you share it on social media platforms and you tell all your friends to like and subscribe. Yep. I think that sounds great. Well that's gonna wrap it up for this week between X and Z. You're heading off, heading west. I'm heading to ride the circuits, Dad. You're I'm heading, heading out By there the time y'all are listening to this, I'll I'm be about you. four days into and my And you'll be riding my circuits. My circuit rider training. So be praying for me. I 
feel like I'm just bracing, bracing for impact. I feel like I'm headed on a collision course to something great. Awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to do a whole podcast about your adventures west. My adventures west. Okay. Love you guys. Listen to the, yep. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. If you're listening to this, that means that you survived another episode of Between X and yes, Z Podcast. We you are made so it. proud of you. We are proud of you. Very proud. Go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms at Between X and Z Pod. And for business inquiries, you can email us at Between X and Z Pod at gmail.com. Awesome. I love all that Between X and Z. What is Between X and Z? It's the wise of life, Dad. We'll see you next week. Thank you.